You are listening to the Diesel Powered Podcast, the voice of Diesel Punk on iTunes and Stitcher, produced by John Piker Productions and BDC Entertainment, and brought to you by the Amazing Amp from Empower Sound. If you're a professional entertainer, speaker, lecturer, panelist, and you're looking for high quality, powerful sound on the go, check out the Amazing Amp from Empower Sound at Amazing Amp. Com. That's amazing amp amp.com. Hey there, all you hipcats, cool kittens, you guys and dolls, you diesel powered disciples of cool. This is the Diesel Powered Podcast, the voice of Diesel Punk on iTunes and Stitcher. And I am your host, the time-traveling, comic book-loving, diesel-powered prophet of pop culture, John Pica, also known to many of you as the King of Swing, the Tower of Power, the diesel-punk variety artist, Big Daddy Cool, Johnny Della Rocca. I'll go by either one. And this is your diesel-punk comics microcast for the week of September 25th, 2015. Now, I know we haven't had a Diesel Punk Comics microcast in a while. I've been a little bit uh, off the grid, involved with some different projects, and haven't been able to get into the studio to focus on this. I hope you guys, though, liked our last roundtable on the Diesel Powered Podcast, led by Daisy O'Dare, and featuring a great interview with The Spine from Steam Powered Giraffe. I thought Daisy did a fantastic job, and I'm so proud of the cast and crew who uh, were able to put that together without any of the founders, without me, Larry, or Mr. Wofford uh, around. Gives me hope and uh, makes me feel great about uh, the potential for other shows on the Diesel Powered Podcast Network. Anyway, we got some cool new comics on shelves this week, and uh, we're back, and uh, we're going to be talking about these real quick, and um, yeah, so let's just jump right in. Uh, First off, this is a hardcover by Chartwell Books. It's called Batman The War Years, and this is a compilation of comic books from the early years of Batman detailing his involvement in World War II. Hmm. Um... And for many readers, this is going to be the first time they've ever seen Batman in the war. Batman was created in 1939, and he was a lone, mysterious vigilante, brooding anti-hero. But, while he solved crime in Gotham, there was a period of time where he was also involved in World War II. And this book collects that. So, when we're looking at what is diesel punk... You know, we we say it's contemporary in origin. And for me, that means from or since the era. Larry Amiet and uh, I believe Wofford disagree with me on that. And others in the community do as well. They believe that contemporary means that it has to have been made since the end of the diesel era. I fudge that a little bit. But it's got to have the visual aesthetics or the decadence of the era. And of course, anything created in 1939 automatically has that. And it's got to have punk uh, or sci-fi fantasy um, and uh, alt, alt history or alt tech. And certainly Batman falls into those category, categories. Um, so check that out. Chartwell Books, Batman, The War Years, hardcover. Also in hardcover is 
The New Deal from Dark Horse. Now, this is really a cool idea. Um, 1930s New York City. A charming woman checks in with a high society entourage. A bellhop and a maid get caught up in a series of mysterious thefts. And the stakes quickly grow perilous. And the pair must rely on each other to discover the truth while navigating delicate class warfare. So this is this is really cool. The art is fantastic on this. Um, and I didn't read it when it was uh, in individual issues. I just found out about it as the hardcover. I'm going to pick it up this week. I can't wait to read this. September 23rd, it'll be on shelves. So make sure you go in and check it out. Another chapter in Peter David's The Phantom is out this week. Phantom number four, and this is four of six. So set in the World War II era, it's the classic Phantom. And, um, you know, in the previous issues, we've seen that Jimmy Wells has become this kind of jungle man, almost like a Tarzan, Kazar kind of character. And and we found out how that happened, and... um, it's a little still incongruous for me with the original source material, but I have really I have a lot of faith in Peter David on this book because he's done such a great job of writing this character in the past and on this series. It's been really, really great, great material. And uh, if you're a fan of the Phantom, if you're a fan of classic pulp heroes, you need to pick up this series. It's only on issue number four, so. It's not hard to go out and get the other three issues. Now, I don't know that they're going to be collecting this in a collected edition, so get the single issues now while you can. Uh, Finally, in print, I'm really excited about this. A brand new Wild's End series. Now, we talked about the previous series on the show when it was uh, hitting shelves, and it just got released as a collected edition about two weeks ago. Um, and that was the original Wild's End. And now we have a brand new Wild's End series called Enemy Within. It's going to be a four-book series. This is issue number one. The first miniseries was a mashup of War of the Worlds and The Wind in the Willows. And Dan Abnett, who is some of you with the Gar- fans of Guardians of the Galaxy are familiar with, and illustrator uh, I.N.G. Culberd, the King in Yellow, uh, are set to play with, with these characters again. And so we got Clive, Susan, Fox, and the other survivors of the alien invasion of Lower Church, to, or Crow Church, try to cope with what just happened in their small town. Again, War of the Worlds versus meets Wind in the Willows. Um, and so, basically... This series starts to ask questions about what just happened. Are some of these characters spies, collaborators? Are they aliens themselves, sympathizers? Clive and the rest will need to escape imprisonment if they're going to get the word out and warn the rest of the world in case the aliens return. So great, great concept there. Really, really excited about that. Um, Now, last week, we didn't have an episode... And, and we missed this release, but for you Atomic Robo fans, there's a brand new collected edition out on shelves by IDW in print called Atomic Robo Everything Explodes. And 
<clears throat> it is a brand. It is a brand new collection of previous material. What's exciting about this, though, is that uh, about a year ago, the publishers of Atomic Robo announced that they were not going to be doing any more print material. They were not going to be printing anything. It was all going to go exclusively digital. And in came IDW, and IDW is printing the new Atomic Robo material. So there's a brand new Atomic Robo series um, on shelves that just started with uh, issue number one. And uh, I'm looking for the title of that. But while I do, um, Atomic Robo, Everything Explodes, Trade Paperback. I, I flipped through it last week at the comic shop and uh, was really, really uh, happy to, to see the quality that uh, they did. And so um, the, the new series is called Ring of Fire. Um and uh, that is out on shelves this week. You, you'll be able to spot it right away because they did an homage to the classic X-Men Days of Future Past cover. So you've uh, got the different characters on the wall behind them with different ones X'd out and whatnot. So brand new Atomic Robo series from IDW on shelves this week, this Wednesday, Ring of Fire. Now, I found a couple of cool things on Comixology, and this one is Adventures in Pulp Presents. It's a series on Comixology, and issue number two is of particular interest to Dieselpunks. It's uh, Dick Ruby and the Case of the Little Green Men. Dick Ruby is a private investigator who basically saves the world, question mark, from Alien Invaders. It was a real quick read. It was real fun. And there are other Adventures in Pulp um, books out that uh, you might want to check out. Uh, and those are available on Comixology. They are the uh, Guided View. And um, that's fantastic. Now, before we leave and talk about one of my favorite series, we got to hit issue number three is out right now. Or coming out this week, rather, Comixology exclusive, and that is uh, Iron Squad number three. I reviewed Iron Squad number one and two on the show previously. I uh, have the uh, preview from the uh, publisher Delcourt queued up, ready to go. I haven't had a chance to dive into it yet, but I love this series. Alternative history. World War II, um, we're into 1948, I believe it is, so World War II is still going on. Germany is really at the point of total world domination, and the only thing that stands between them is the Russian army and these fabulous mech warriors that they've built. Um, it's, it's a great series. The artwork is just just gorgeous. Now, it was originally produced in French um, by uh, Delcourt and Soleil. And, oh, look at this. They've even added an update on Comixology. I'll have to check that out later. But uh, the script is by uh, Jean-Luc Sala. 
The art is by Ronan Ronan uh, Tolhat. I know I butchered that. It's in French. And um, it uh, has been translated into English by uh, Guy Delcourt and um, Jean uh, Wackett. So anyway, very cool, very cool book. I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're into the big mechs. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I put out my list of the top 15, my favorite 15 uh, diesel punk titles, diesel punk series. And um, last episode, I talked about Masks and Mobsters by uh, Josh Williamson. This week, I want to talk about Turf by Jonathan Ross and Tommy Lee Edwards. Now, this was put out by Image, and I found it on Comixology and became addicted to it. And um, and uh, just I I I binge read it. It is a really really spectacular series, and I'm I'm trying to bring up some uh, specifics here for you. Um, it features the lead character of Susie and uh, a small time nightclub impresario. Um, I want to say what is his name. It'll come to me in a minute. Um, and then it all circles around this war that's going on in the city between the covens of vampires. And uh, Don Bava is is one of the, um, well, is the boss of the vampires. Um so anyway, th- this this showgirl, this small-time impresario, get involved in the middle of this war, and along comes La- Marco. Um, I think is his name. No, no, I'm sorry, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie is the small-town club impresario, and all of a sudden. These aliens crash land in the middle of this war, and only one of them survives. And Eddie befriends him, they become partners, and they go to rescue the kidnapped Susie who's been captured by the vampires. And uh, they get all of the street gangs together to face the vampires. And, and to take them down and to save their city. It's a really cool, really cool concept. And it's New York City, by the way, 1929. So, I love this series. It's uh, only, I think, five issues. Let me see. Let me double check. Yeah, five issues. There's no wasted time in this thing. There's no, you know, there's no room for it to... Uh, to, to drag, there's no decompressed storytelling on this. It's just straight ahead, you know, breakneck action. Uh, one of the cool things is that Eddie recruits the uh, the gangs from Harlem to join him and his alien friend, along with the uh, the other gangs of New York to fight the uh, vampire coven. Really, really, really cool series. It's called Turf, 
It's by Jonathan Ross and um, Tommy Lee Edwards. You can get it on Comixology Digital right now. Five issues. Check it out. Turf. That's one of my top 15 favorite diesel punk comic series. Well, guys, that's it for this week. Go out and find some good comics. If you need help finding a comic book shop, you can always go to comicbookstorelocator.com or, of course, check out Comixology Digital, comicsology.com, and you can download comics right to your iOS device, your iPad, iPhone, your Android device, and uh, read them on there. I do that a lot. I, I have no apologies. I love having an entire comic book library on my iPad, and it looks gorgeous. The books look gorgeous on that digital display. Um, so anyway, that's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure you uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash dieselpoweredpodcast. Make sure you uh, go to iTunes and Stitcher and give us a good review. Believe me, it means all the world if you will give us a good review. Also, it is that time of year where we have to start looking at funding for 2016. Doing these podcasts ain't free. It does cost money. And uh, while we have some sponsors, it always helps to have patrons. And you can become a patron. You can become a donor directly at dieselpoweredpodcast.com. Click the Donate Now button. And you can make a donation to keep us on the air and uh, help cover the broadcasting costs. While you're at it, visit our sponsors, Comic Bento. You can click the link in the show notes below. Comic Bento uh, provides you a mystery box of graphic novels every month, at least a $50 value for under 20 bucks. They're really cool, and we are super happy to have them on as a sponsor, and uh, you'll want to check them out. Also, check out Empower Sound at AmazingAmp.com. We use the Amazing Amp on Comic Extravaganza Live, and for all of the diesel-powered podcast live appearances, our panels and lectures and uh, even some performances. So uh, check out the Amazing Amp. If you're a performer, a lecturer, a panelist, you need some powerful sound, quality sound. It's especially great for street performers, guys, because it's battery operated. So check it out at AmazingAmp.com. AmazingAmpAMP.com. Well, that's it for this week. We would love to get your feedback. Send us an email at feedback at dieselpoweredpodcast.com. Send us a Twitter note at dieselpodcast. And of course, again, like us on Facebook and post your comments. Until next time, guys, swing hard, swing often. We'll catch you on the flip side.